That was good. That's the, the perfect intro to No Puns Allowed. Um, I am Paige here with Adam Kramer um, for howdy, another howdy. week. But hey, this week is a big week because we have college football playoff rankings. And I'm oh mad. boy, I'm I, upset. I, well, I told myself I wasn't going to do this this year. I told myself I wasn't going to do it, um, but I did it and I got mad and I wrote about it. And I just, this means nothing. We know it means nothing. It It's for ad sales and to drive up interest in the playoff, but we can't help but be angry about this. And I'm curious, I assume I know what you were most angry about, <laughs> but what were you most angry about with the first rankings? I was most angry about Oregon being in the top four and people are going to be so mad yes. because I get resume. I get that they beat Ohio state. I also was a little peeved that, that Alabama was at number two. And like I said, this, like they are the number two team in the country. I get that. But again, Michigan state based on how they ranked every other person in that conference and how they looked at things should have been ranked above them. Like that just should have been the case. Yes. At least until they lost, because they're going to. Okay, it's going to happen. I, they lost. Oregon lost to a three and five team, right? Like, that's got to be acknowledged at some point. Like, and but it's not. At what point really. did we? I mean, at what point now we're respecting the Pac-12? Arizona hasn't won a game. Like what? Well, it also, the conference what, is bad. Generally speaking, I think my g biggest frustration is I and and in theory I liked it. They're they're rewarding great difficult schedules. So I like the theory about this because it was like, hey guys, schedule up. Right? So like Mississippi State has had a tough schedule. But at some point you have to disregard difficult schedule and reward perfection. UTSA, by the way, still pretty mad about. And that yes. and I think all of this page is just a reminder that like, I miss the computers. I miss the goddamn computers. I, I don't want human beings explaining this to me. <laughs> I want a formula spitting these things out and I can be mad at the formula, but I will accept it. And when you have them and then you try to explain these things, you just tie yourself in knots like week you over do. week. And that's what's going to happen. Well, because every time you go to explain it, and you and I had this last week when we were talking about Cincinnati, and I was like, they have quality wins. And you're like, Paige, is Indiana a quality win? And I was like, well, no, you're right. And Notre Dame, like, they, Cincinnati needs Notre Dame to keep on winning. But realistically speaking, they did schedule a good schedule. Like, in, in theory, they did as much as they could to do that. I have to also share that um, I'm doing my reveal a little early because – um, the, this is what the college football playoff rankings brings out. Normally I drink like a seltzer or just yeah. water or coffee. Today I'm drinking bourbon. Okay. Today That's I'm literally good. drinking bourbon I'm out of, by the way, influence. a Penn State glass. Um, also, hi, where is Penn State in the rankings? <laughs> like just nowhere. So, like I get you lose to Illinois, right, but so like you lost to a good Ohio State team. I, that just baffles me completely. All right. My biggest takeaway, by the way, Cincinnati is effed. Is, yeah, they're I screwed. I, I didn't want to say, want to start delicate with the pod. Start with yes, my language delicate. very slow. C C Cincinnati is screwed. Mm -hmm. They've they've now Cincinnati has not helped itself. The last two weeks have been a little gross. Tulane, Navy, they were like 28, 29 point favorites in those games. Yeah, they won last week comfortably, but that was not a comfortable game. So Cincinnati has opened the door for this, and you knew it was coming. Mm -hmm. But 
and I wrote about this last night, it's like we've waited for a group of five team to have a crack at this thing. Yes, they could still get in, but there's a lot that needs to happen, happen. for Cincinnati to get in other than totally. them winning all of their games. And I think this, that's the part that's it's frustrating as someone that just wants some new blood in there. Yeah, well, and I think so my biggest takeaway overall would be that the AP poll means nothing. And I think the AP poll got us a little excited for Cincinnati because we thought yes. the committee was going to go, OK, everybody respects them. Let's. And also, this they're like-minded people, if you will, that are voting on these things and making these decisions. But the playoff is definitely a number of different things, not just you're undefeated and you were ranked in this certain spot in a preseason poll. This is like a, hey, there's a bunch of other stuff. I will say the one thing the committee did do was be consistent with the fact that they put Cincinnati where they did. And if we're talking about a good a team that's undefeated, that's won close games that hasn't looked great, Oklahoma. And they put them at eight, yes. which they should have. But with that being said, if Oklahoma doesn't lose, they they get in because their resume resume would be a lot better. Considering yeah, they play good teams and they play good teams or good ish teams. teams. But it but they play teams that like this is the problem at this point in the rankings. We believe that wins are good. And they yes. get worse over time, most of them, right? So my biggest winner in all this, by the way, is without question, Oregon. Oh, yeah. Because we have just completely disregarded Stanford. That Ohio State win is likely going to get better and better. If Ohio State keeps winning, and clearly the committee loves the whole head-to-head thing, which frankly, I've got a little bit of a bone to pick. Like, I get that we head-to-head's important, but you lost a goddamn Stanford. And we have to account for that somewhere in the old books, right? You, like, that seems your, like a big deal. Your good deal. win cannot outweigh your really bad loss. But if Oregon can win out and that Ohio State win gets better, or that, that Oregon has, Oregon's in. Like, yeah. I, I don't think Oregon's going to drop. I have another Alabama talking point I wanted to, to ask you about. Yes. But who, and we'll talk about it when we go to kind of our updated top four, which I think is actually kind of, when I say to our top four, it's more of our prolonged forecasted top four. But yeah. Who was your big winner? Is it Oregon? I mean, I know you think Oregon's a big winner, obviously. Yeah, I think Oregon wins no doubt out of everything because it, it – I also – I mean, the Pac-12 too. Like, that is incredibly yeah. shocking to me that this is what happened, having watched years of the Pac-12 being left out, even as an undefeated team. Yes. Um, and, like, this year I'd have to say is probably one of the worst years the Pac-12's had in a while. So – it just is kind of a strange place to be in. I audibly yelled, no, because I, to me, like, I, there's plenty of other teams that could be ranked above them. Like, I would have been fine. Like, I love that they put Oklahoma where they did, especially where they put Cincinnati. But I would have been fine if Oklahoma was ranked over them because I would at least sort of get it. You know what I mean? Like, because yes. part of this also comes with you've been here before. Oklahoma yes. has been there before. Have they succeeded? Not really. But they've been given the benefit of the doubt always. There are certain teams that get benefits of the doubt, which I know is sort of where your point is going to go eventually with a certain Crimson Tide team. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, not exactly. I'll get to them. Um, okay. Kind of. I just think they're a fascinating team. And I'll tell you why. There's a, There's just so much hinging on that SEC championship game. My loser is UTSA. Look, my loser, Cincinnati, rank UTSA. You, I think your point about the AP poll is actually an awesome one. Like the AP poll has respected UTSA. How you're ranking 
Mississippi State lost to Memphis. Shit officiating. I get it. Like Mississippi State fans were up in my mentions last night, by the way. Not happy with me. <laughs> uh, which is I, I I like Mississippi State. They won me money last week. Um, but they That's lost to Memphis. That's usually why we like teams. <laughs> yes, I know. There's no loyalty here. UTSA beat Memphis. They're perfect. You should have ranked UTSA. That's they- a and, and it's not just when I say loser, like Fresno State being ranked kind of cool. Group of fives, once again, forever until this playoff expands, is my big loser. There were six teams in the AP poll not ranked in the college football playoff. Six. That's wild. That's, That's a wild. lot. That is a lot of teams. And you know what? For people who are saying it doesn't really matter because those teams aren't the one that are in the top four or the top whatever, it does matter. It matters in the the aspect of being respected outside of the, the power five. And clearly... It's not just the top five, six that are disrespecting the group of five teams. And that's why there's playoff expansion or not playoff expansion, um, conference realignment. But that's also tabled playoff expansion. And clearly we still need it because these teams are going to go into other other like Cincinnati is going to go into a conference and win and be undefeated and still not get the same sort of love that an Oklahoma Big 12 team would have gotten. That's just the nature of how people look at these teams but to have six six of them not like why are we doing eight people then I, like I, what is happening like why i i yes it's bad okay Can we i mentioned have, that this is bad yeah i have one more loser one more loser and it's wake forest and here's why okay i can't bet i can't wait to bet against wake this week by the way i'm just telling you, you and right i are about now. to have Spoiler. that out later we'll have it out I later know, it's fine I'm, we'll have it I out know, later but i i am you're wearing like, UNC get, colors Gather today. up all the money and just <laughs> push it into the middle of the table. Okay. It's one of those bets I have. Here's the thing. What bothers me about where they put Wake Forest is a lot of it was strength of schedule. That bothers me because of how they have – this is still the same conference that we've been putting Clemson in the top four for for the last couple of years. Okay? That this, strength of schedule still, is pretty bad though. It like, is, but Clemson's strength of schedule has been that bad too. I yes, no, and this is for the last couple kinda, of years. It's just embarrassing. This kind of gets, gets back to my whole vibe of the people doing this, and I really don't like it. And expand the playoff, tie it to conference champions, do a couple of at-large teams, let the computers do that. Get rid of the free buffet and the expense hotel bullshit trips for these people. Let them go live their lives. Give me the goddamn computers. I'm so tired of this nonsense. And trotting the the hard I do I do a power rankings every week now. And it's a, actually a really interesting exercise because I screw something up most weeks, admittedly. And I watch a lot of football. I look at stats. I do I try to do the best I can to rank 50 teams. It is hard. And the the logic intersects with each other the deeper we go. Oh yeah. So when you trot out the chair and they ask him about these teams. And I, I do love, it's like, huh, we love Cincinnati, but their wins are dog shit. Like, <laughs> it, like, Oh, wait, UTSA talked about them a lot, but they're kind of disgusting as a football player. <laughs> like that's what, it, that's like what I feel like the explanation for these bad teams are. So I'm, I'm, but now let's get into where we fit, where we stand our updated final Top four. Yeah, our predictions for the very last, like what the actual playoff is going to be. Do you want to go first? You can go first, and then I'm going to explain why I'm struggling with this because I think a lot hinges on one game. So go go ahead first. Okay, so my top four is going to be Georgia, 
Alabama, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Okay? Okay. And here's why. Because I think Alabama's going to be Georgia, and I think they'll both get in because they're the top two teams in the country, and we've seen it before. But wouldn't they rank Alabama above Georgia then? Yes. Sorry, I didn't put this in proper order. This is just my top four. Okay. So, so yes, they would – Head-to-head, because it's later in the season. I think they'd put And the Bama. committee loves head-to-head. Yes. Fair enough. Head-to-head later I'm, in the year. Later in the year. It can't be early in the year. Why are we doing... Also, if we're going to schedule non-conference things like that don't matter early in the year, like, for example, Oregon, Ohio State, put that at the end of the year. Then don't put them in the beginning of the year. Make it Cupcake Week. I don't want to see... Yeah. Die, oh, yeah. never mind. That's a whole yeah, other rant. But Also, this week's, this week's slate of games, kind of gross. Like, just oh. real quick. Kind of gross. We'll get to that. Kind of gross. We could gamble. We can gamble money on it. We got other fun stuff to talk about. Oh, I've got some fun stuff in there. But the reason I'm also, I think Oklahoma and Ohio State are going to win out, and there's just no way you can keep those two teams out if they win out. It just is what it is. All right. I I have Georgia. I have Ohio State. I have Alabama. And I have Oregon. Does this mean you think? I think Georgia's going to beat Alabama. You think they're going to put a two-loss Bama team in over an undefeated Cincinnati? Yes. Yes, and over I, and over I, and over a technically it'd be a one a one or a two loss Michigan State because uh, well Michigan two, State's going to probably lose two two games including one this week we'll get to that um, okay okay yes, wow yes. wow uh, over oh, an undefeated Cincinnati or potentially my, a one two one loss Big Ten teams Paige your Alabama team your Alabama team is beloved by this committee. And if it plays the number one team in college football and the best defense, maybe of our lifetime, we're getting we're getting there with Georgia. They're not an extra game. They will be rewarded for it if it's a close game. And I actually kind of can't wait for it because even last night, the Bama conspiracies of like, you know, why Mississippi State's ranked number 17. And that's I was going to go Southern accent, but I was going to probably. <laughs> you know, you, you know why they're ranked 17? Because of Bama. It's a goddamn conspiracy. Like, that's where people were in my mentions last night. Like, Mississippi State is all because of Alabama, which, love it. Delightful. That's where I love the college football playoff rankings. They're still going to get in. Their schedule actually, well, they're going to kick the hell out of LSU. They play Auburn, which could be a pretty good game and good win. So, I I still think it's going to happen. I don't, a two loss, I will, I, okay, let's think here. Let's think of something. If a two-loss Alabama team gets in to the playoff, I, I'll i jump off of something or drink something. I like that. Something. You immediately go to something to absolutely destroy your body. Um, <laughs> I'll jump onto a table like I'm a Buffalo Malort, Bills fan. A shot of Malort. Have you ever had Malort? Is that – wait, that is that a Chicago thing? It's a it's a horrific thing, and I'm just going to say Is it a Chicago thing admit. though, right? Yes. Okay, I'll do that it's, then. It's – it's horrible. People out there who've had Malort are like, please don't. But yes. I don't care because that's okay. how much I think that there's no chance that a two-loss team gets into the playoff. And if they do, burn oh. the system to the ground. And I love Alabama. I want them to get in. I want them to be in. Okay, I want them to win a national championship because I might have money on that. I can't. But, I can't. I can't wait till it happens. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, whatever. I'm taking a shot of. I'm doing it because there is just no Malort. It's over. I, oh. I would. I mean, that would 
that would make me lose faith in our, I mean, not that I have much faith in, faith in the college football playoff as of right now, but yeah. still. That would make me question everything as we just shit all over our system for a good That time. would make me, I mean, I would, you would have to take Twitter away from me. You really yeah. would. We might. We might. I'm telling you. I think it's going to I mean, happen. I thought last night when they put Oregon in that I was going to have to have Twitter taken away from me. I was very calm. I was very calm. Um. Okay. Let's yeah. quickly redo the last week. It has been a weird Weird week in college football. I'm looking at some of our topics. Um, Gary Patterson just retiring and no one like caring. Excuse me, retiring. That was kind of getting shoved out the door. We'll talk about that. But I want to, Kenneth Walker. Okay, I bet Michigan. I can't remember if you had Michigan or not. I had Michigan uh, State. That, that game put me on tilt. That game pissed me off. But Kenneth Walker did not. I really love this dude. Michigan just forgot how to fill holes like tackling like no like I told you untouched like I told you Jim (laughs) Jim Harbaugh is like the fact that also we thought halfway through that game that it was over and I was like "Mm." I I was like you guys I watched Michigan enough I don't feel like we need to be comfortable with this just like by the way congratulations to the the Braves but just like even though they had a huge lead in that game I was like I've watched Atlanta sports before are they gonna blow this is this gonna be bad were terrified yeah it was absolutely Uh, awful which by the way we need to circle back to my theory about Georgia and Atlanta just oh yeah no Atlanta I think now Atlanta's gonna start like Hawks are gonna win Georgia's gonna win I think it's like Oh, I think it's the the opposite. I think that there's going to be some offsetting. You can't have that many victories in the state of Georgia. Georgia will just not be able to. uh, Oh, they won't win the national championship. Congratulations to Alabama because there's just no way now. You know, it's funny. Kenneth Walker, I just checked updated Heisman odds. How are we looking? He's now three to one. He's above CJ Stroud, Matt Corral, who I think at this point I would not bet five and a half to one. You have Bryce Young at plus 180. You have Kenneth Walker at plus 300. I don't know why we're not talking about Bryce Young more for this award. He's been freaking amazing. Like, we're just kind of Bama fatigue. Um, what? Because I also don't think it's, like, spectacular. I think he gets I mean, the job done. pretty damn good. He's he is, good. He is a – it's like it's like He's good, watching, but also remember, and we've talked about this before – Look who he plays for. Not to say that yes. n- not to say that Kenneth Walker does not play with good players, but he doesn't play Here, at Alabama. So here's my problem with Kenneth Walker, though. They still play Penn State. They still play Ohio they're State. They're gonna beat Penn State. I, I hate to say that now, but they are they're because they're I mean they're what happens when they lose up. to Purdue this week? What oh, happens to Kenneth Walker's Trap game, trap game. If they get through Purdue, the the Ohio State game is going to be a very, very good game. If Michigan State beats Ohio State, like he will I think he'll win this award. He has a great chance. The problem with a running back is like go back and look at his performance against Nebraska. Are you really you know, like wasn't bring up very good running backs winning the Heisman? I well, I know that's a sensitive subject. The whole you know Christian McCaffrey thing just destroyed my <laughs> Iowa Hawkeyes. Very sad, but I think he's got a shot. But more importantly, I just love watching him play. Yes, like this is a guy that transferred that came out of nowhere. That is single-handedly like carrying his team that's going to lose this week. No. It's a great story. And that is a Heisman performance. Like we overuse that. That was like, oh, a man, Heisman that's performance. His, that's against- his Heisman moment. That's that dude's Heisman moment. And I, and I just want good things to happen to him. I don't no. think that's the last of it. I think Purdue's going to be a problem, though. I, I don't. I want to talk um, about that. But 
But we have to talk about monkeys. You just want like the have, Iowa loss to look better, okay? <laughs> no. I, <laughs> yes. I, I, I can't. So behind the scenes, we're writing this, what we're going to talk about. And you write your inventory. You write the, your ideas. And you left off the monkey. Mm. Like the story of college football oh. is a monkey. Now, do you want to explain this? Okay. I will explain it because I feel like it's just maybe – more delicate coming from me. I don't know. Maybe not because you're a little bit more delicate than I am sometimes. I um, don't know if that's true. I think that's actually, I think it just like depends on the day for either of us. Okay. So on Monday night, there was this Reddit thread circulating that the <laughs> special. This is how you're starting by laughing. That's how you're saying you're delicate. Okay. Let me just say, I hope the child involved in this incident is really okay. That's a oh very serious God. thing. Oh my God, we've already blown it. But I, okay, so apparently, allegedly, there was an incident on Halloween with the special teams coordinator and his girlfriend. Yes. Who he left his family for, Who allegedly. His girlfriend's name is Pole Assassin. Yes. Um, And she worked with Poles previously, doesn't, not anymore, uh, uh, to my knowledge. But she performed with a monkey. And yes. I hope people are watching this because I'm so uncomfortable. Um, she performed no, with a monkey. No, can't tell just by a, listening to it at all. Yeah, no, you can't. Um, she performed. Is it hot in here? Like, um, yeah. she performed with this monkey, and now this monkey is her pet. And allegedly, this monkey attacked a child on Halloween when they came to their house, there was a haunted house there and people were coming through. And apparently that is what happened. But so normally in college football, this happens a lot, like where Reddit thread starts and you're like, there's no way there's a stripper involved in this. There is a monkey involved in this and it is a college football story. So it, it was just kind of a lot. And I was like, there's no way that this is true, but hold on. The reason that I knew this was true, because I knew about, I knew about Pole Assassin for a while, for a while. It was, well, I mean, it wasn't like a secret when he was at Alabama, but I will say I knew about Pole Assassin, the name specifically, because I very vividly remember being told about Pole Assassin. Are you sure it wasn't another Pole Assassin? I... (laughs) Yeah, that's just when he names them. I don't want to go into this. Um, okay. But that's now, why I knew it was real because it was on Reddit and everyone was like, this can't be real. This cannot be real. And I was like, oh, my God, pull assassin. I know exactly what is happening. This is so real. And then the next day, like, it was confirmed. Like, there were actual outlets writing about pull assassin and I, I have this been, monkey. I have, been, I have been very hesitant to tweet about this because if you find out that the kid's arm was infected and they had to, like, amputate his arm. You're going to feel those like tweets are suddenly very not funny. Yeah. No. Right. It wasn't so funny I, at I, all, I, but I it have, was just shocking that this was like, oh, no, what it's, it's we cover. Kind of funny disclaimer written. I hope nobody got hurt. The fact that she was tweeting about this and saying that the kid went through a gate and it wasn't a haunted house. And that's probably then got legal advice a couple hours later and deleted everything when we could already see it. Um, also not great. College football is the greatest sport in the world. And if you need a reminder of that, just Google this story. I imagine. I'm rarely speechless, but 
It was honestly, I remember I woke up and I saw that it had been trending um, on Reddit. And I was like, okay, sometimes I keep an eye on that stuff because it is my job to react to college football news. And then it started being like publicized everywhere. And I was like, oh my God, this is like really real. Um, I also just like want to make a note that someone did may have a really funny tweet that was like, if you were still at Alabama, there's no way that this gets out. And I just very true. I just would like to say this is so incredibly true about college football. That's why, like, as much as this is an unbelievable story, like there is stuff that we hear. And I told you, I knew about pole assassin for I've known about pole assassin for like a couple years now, at least two or three. And like, there's a lot of stuff that you hear that you're like, this can't be, this really can't be real. Like, people really, like, they just get away with a lot of this stuff. And we've talked about this before with a lot of different circumstances, like the Coach O situation and whatever. Um, there are things that people, like college football coaches and people who work in college football, think they can totally, like, just keep yes. under the radar. You know, a monkey, a stripper monkey, the monkey is not the stripper but we can call him a stripper monkey he's a performer well he's a performer sorry it's a it's an art it really is an art a stripper accessory that is a monkey yeah and i mean i just hope everyone is okay in this situation but talk about like the weirdest that's funny that's that's where you go with that now after all of this like and by the way i do hope everyone's okay no i well i don't disbelieve that you're a very nice person but after all that, like, hey, kid, shake it off. Like, it. I I hope everyone is okay, too. I want to hear more about this story. I would imagine they're going to crush it with legal and everything else. Yeah, we're and not going to get – now we're not going to get more information. You guys think that we're getting more. There's no more coming. No, this is all we get. No. This is all we get, I want to see. I want to see Steve Sarkeesian's face when he gets this text. Like, what the – like, just looking at his phone, like – I've lost three games in a row terribly. And this mother, like, <laughs> like that's what is on his doorstep then at that point, which is amazing. Also, by the way, um, we should not leave that out. Woof, Texas blowing a lead again. I can't. I don't know how you bet on them. Yeah, I never point. do. I'm, um, speaking of Texas, Texas, TCU, Gary Patterson. TCU, Texas um, Tech, yeah, all Texas so, jobs. So what do you do? I've got an obvious name to fill these jobs. I think TCU is a good job. I, by the way, Gary Patterson, shout out to him. Raise my glass. That cheers, guy, cheers to him. Cheers for bringing defense to a conference that doesn't have defense-ish. That is, he's a legend. That dude is a legend. I thought it was very interesting what Jerry Kill said at the press conference, too. Uh, it's cool to see Jerry Kill get another just crack at this thing. Um, that, you know, he's not done coaching. You guys know him. To be continued with Gary Patterson, it will be super weird to see him on another sideline. However, that is a fascinating free agent if that is the case. We'll see how long that is. That is a very Um, fascinating free agent. Oh, my goodness. No, absolutely. So, um, look, the natural fit here is Sonny Dykes. Sonny Dykes, please. If If you're in the state of Texas, and that's why when Texas Tech opened up their job, I was like, if you, which, by the way, I tweeted, it's always Sonny in... um, in Lubbock as like a joke, but then not realizing that their interim head coach's name was Sonny as well. well. Whoops. But I yes. meant Sonny Dykes. Well, it's, he is the fit. It's the lazy answer, but it's the right, it's answer, the right answer, answer for like both of those jobs. And, and, and um, this is- Jeff trailer of UTSA, who was a good, 
yes. name to watch. Signed a ten what ten year deal, like two two point eight million at UTSA. We could probably take his name off the list for a while. That's a that's awesome, by the way, for UTSA step up and pay their coach almost three but million again, dollars. Have, we we've seen plenty of coaches get paid in the league, we have so. we have, but I think that probably cools it for a bit. Like, I don't think he signs that deal unless he's gonna like to leave right now. I don't know how good of a job Texas Tech is. This this I, I think they could do it. Like Wright State, like you could get that thing rolling downhill. I don't have a great fit for them. I just know that those two jobs competing against each other for a hire, I'm going to go to TCU, right? So, like, I mean, I know this is a very similar web, but at USC, there is an offensive coordinator who did that's replace... That's where I was going. ...who did replace Cliff Kingsbury as the coordinator who for like five seconds. But again, that's somebody yes. where it's maybe not the best job, but as like your like first real as like someone who maybe isn't totally proven in Graham Howe, like you this is a good job to take and prove that yes. you could be a head coach and coach it, a decent oh, program. Also Texas Tech is way more fun when it like everything's on fire, they score fifty five points and lose, right? Like uh, that's the version of Texas Tech I want. I was so I don't sad. want this like mediocre, like normal Texas Tech. No it's just and, not fun. And I think if you bring a coach like Cliff Kingsbury back there, it it brings more excitement to it. You get like a Patrick yes. Mahomes out of nowhere or a Baker Mayfield even, if, even if they forced him to leave and made him better by having him leave. Um, I was devastated when Cliff left college football. Just absolutely devastated. He's doing okay for himself this year, by the way. Minus right? last week's loss. That, that um, we don't bad. talk about that team because they have a quarterback who like should have played baseball. But I mean, he actually he shouldn't Ooh. have played baseball. But I wish he played baseball Correct. for the team that's going to leave me. But like, let's leave that out of it. Um, this week's press conferences were very <laughs> very exciting um, across the board. Really, college football coaches are really letting people have it. But Dan Mullen and the recruiting question. He's, I he's in deep shit. Like um, deep, deep shit. So little background. We yes. wrote a piece to speak on Bleacher Report, getting input from fans on like who's on the whose hot seat is the hottest. Right. Scott Frost. There's a lot of Harbaugh, which I don't necessarily agree with, quite honestly. Miami. Dan Mullen fans or not fans were mad. Holy Florida shit. Dan, Florida. Dan Mullen. That was a very popular choice. Dan Mullen, like recruiting Kirby Smart over into their matchup, basically said, like, the reason we're really good is we have really good pl players. I'm paraphrasing. And he has said that repeatedly. That should come as no surprise for a guy that works under Nick Saban, whose entire existence is to generate top two or three classes at Alabama. Kirby Smart has built an army of five and four star players at Georgia, which is paying off huge thus far this year. When Dan Mullen says we're not going to talk about that, I understand a little bit what he's saying. Was it flipped a little bit? Maybe. His recruiting has sucked at Florida. Florida should never be outside the top no, 10. No. Ever. Ever. And they should never lose at the at the rate that they're losing. I don't think he's going to be fired. I think he's going to fire Grantham, obviously, probably into the sun. And they're going to make some changes. And then how is that going to go, by the way, when you're on the hot seat and you have to hire assistants who are like, uh, dude, you're probably going to get fired next year. 
Yeah. I I don't see this ending well. And you can you have to acknowledge that recruiting is your entire life, but you also coach. That's what that's what Kirby Smart has said. And when Dan Mullen doesn't say that, I could see why people are like, dude, no. And when the recruiting is if if the recruiting is good and you say, hey, we can talk about football now, that's fine. But that is not the reputation he's garnered. I also just think it was weird that he doubled down on it and then pulled Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma and was like, oh, by the way, no more media this week. That never goes well. Like, I I don't understand that. Like, it's a valid question to ask about these things just because you didn't answer it the way that your fan base wants to. And again, this is the nature of Twitter and people getting mad and blah, blah. But it's not the reporter's fault that they reported what you said and it got turned into something more. Do we know that he canceled the media? Or like, did Florida just say like, please stop talking? Like, I, yeah, right. Were they did just he like, muzzle please? himself, or did Florida say like, oh my god, this guy that's been in the SEC for a decade plus can't can't figure it out? Reasonable question. We've had this. We talked about this even with like the Urban Meyer and the James Franklin thing. It's like you've been doing this for so long, like you know how this works. You've been doing this. Like, even if you're yes. not recruiting, be like, yeah, we were recruiting this week. It is what it is. Like, move on. Like, I, don't be like. We're not worried about that. We're not focused on that. James Franklin's press conference performance last week was terrible. <laughs> when he referenced Illinois and Michigan when playing Ohio State, he put up a pretty game effort against Ohio State, quite honestly. So he kind of like validated it. Dan Mullen, like there is Dan Mullen. I don't see this ending well. When we when the when everything turns on you as a coach, it's really hard to turn it back. And I just think that with Florida, or with Georgia being as good as it is, it it's going to be what what's the end game here for Florida? Right, it's a new coach. I don't think it'll happen this year, but I think it's going to happen. And it unless they have a just superb like it, their best seasons, by the way, were not with his players. <laughs> like that's the other thing at this point. Like Kyle Trask, Kyle Pitts, Tony, those are not Dan Mullen recruits, right? So. That's not good when your your reputation is Kenny recruit and you're not. Yeah. I don't think it's going to end well. It just like still also baffles me. Like I said, they've been doing this for years, but like you have training in this. Like just. Just like, say recruiting's great. Yeah. And even if you and move hate on. It, just say, like, buddy, I, I'm, I'm answering a recruit right now. I got my cell phone. Like it's like, like it's coach speak, by the way. <laughs> that was a good Southern accent. Good job. You did it. And I broke into it again. Like, even <laughs> though Dan Mullen doesn't have a. Like whenever I think of Dan Mullen, I think of the segment, the shitter's full, like on the ESPN. Um, Is that going to be my new thing? Like the half, like very, very limited uh, Southern accent. I like that. I'm going to work that into every single show. As someone who actually like breaks into Southern accent randomly just for fun, because I spend a lot of time listening to people with accents. Like I remember there was a year when it was Jimbo's last year at Florida State and I remember like having to watch those Monday pressers and just like make sure you're being caught up on like all of the information. And I was like, I'm going to start talking with like just a straight up twang because his Southern accent is like deep Southern accent. Like you barely, you're like, wait, what did he say? Like it just well, all he doesn't, together. there are no spaces. Yeah, between there's words. no, it's literally transcribed him before. And my tape recorder is like, Oh no, no, like, like please, we got to do this. Um, yeah. but before we move into this week, I did want to give a shout out to someone and give them the feels moment of the week. I love a good feel good story, a good comeback story. 
Georgia Southern hired Clay Helton as their head coach. And as somebody who has just been through the ringer the past couple of years, I am very happy for him that he already has a new coaching job. It's actually not a terrible job. And you know what? Good for him. I'm I'm so happy that this happened so quickly and he deserves the best because I feel so bad for the fact that USC put him through that, like just media and Twitter criticism that he probably didn't really deserve. I'm so glad you brought this up. And I didn't know this was your the feels Bill's of the moment week. Of the we week, didn't yeah. talked about it. yeah. Um, because I was gonna bring it up earlier. By all accounts and brief interactions, he is a wonderful, genuine human being. Yes. He's probably too nice to coach. Um and it's gotta feel good for a guy like that that could get into a job. <laughs> that, was like a, that was like a Mike, yeah. that was like a Mike Tomlin shot at college football yeah. coaches. Yes. No, he <laughs> he is. Like he's too nice to do it. And to go to a place where he can get cozy, they're not going to fire him after two years. Nope. Like it's Clay friggin' Helton, man, to do that and also still get like a fortune from USC, USC. Because I would imagine, um, you know, it, it, it's just a night. It's good to hear. I hope he does yeah, well. And, I know. and I'm really excited. I, I, I really am excited for him and I hope he does well. There are um, some um, very nice college football coaches and like nice human beings in the sport. And he's one of them. So I am glad that this, I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Because it's definitely Play not an easy, easy place to be in. Um, all right. One thing I did also want to mention, by the way, cause we're going to talk about Michigan state Purdue. I swear on my life. If everyone doesn't stop talking about Mel Tucker leaving for another job after Michigan state gets good wins, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to freak. But he's, I, no, I understand, job. but let this Michigan State team have it because again, we still don't know if they can. Oh, if no, they, we, we can't do that. We no, this is, sport can't. Happy, they can't let there there be happiness for Michigan State or Michigan State fans. I, I mean, he's going to LSU, right? Isn't that happening? Like, am I doing what you hate right yes, now? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. You are. I actually was going to preface this with, please don't tell me you were one of the people that tweeted about him taking the LSU job. Also, it's, I have not me, tweeted about to me it. It's I lazy. told you to, to your me face. It's lazy because really that game should have been about Kenneth Walker and the fact that that team beat Michigan and is looking amazing. And instead well, it was about how Mel Tucker should go to LSU. How he's done this thing is amazing. And let's just bridge right into By Michigan State. Well, that <laughs> is amazing. Transfer portal. Juco, like he's put this thing together with incredible industrial. Also, just want to say that is not a not a good, knock. That's an good incredible person job. as well. Good person as well. Yeah. D- also, like, we've we've talked about this. Wears shorts on the sidelines in the in like early months. Like yes, he has a fan for life as um, a shorts in in Big Ten weather guy. We didn't mention this earlier, and I feel remiss if we don't somehow bring up Nick Saban on this podcast. One happy birthday in in belated. 70? Happy belated birthday to the GOAT, um, yep. whose footprint across the sport is very well known because the top four teams from the first playoff rankings are either coached by him or coached by somebody that coached with him, which is just hilarious. I love him so much. Like that's, He's just the best. We're cool. so blessed that's to have Nick Saban. It's also oh. kind of hilarious that none of them could beat him. Jimbo beat him. Jimbo finally, beat him, and he's right? not even close. He's not even getting like, in. No yeah. chance. But but no, it, that is amazing. I did see that. I actually had to like do a double take. But Sparty, Purdue, Purdue. This is this is kind of gonna. I mean, get into my picks and pints. But 
this is a disaster zone. Hang, think of the worst hangover you've ever yeah. had. Actually, I know of a bad hangover you had somewhat <laughs> recently. And think, so think of how that went for you. And now imagine <laughs> that in football form, and that is Michigan State. Purdue is also the worst team to play in this instance because they like Love they this. roll around like a pig in slop when it's like, oh, what's that top five team coming <laughs> to play us? Like, oh, yeah, David Bell, crazy pass rush. Purdue, I don't know what the hell happened against Wisconsin. Purdue is good. Purdue is not screwing around. I am – I've got a couple of games where I'm gathering all my chips up and moving them to the middle of the table. Sparty on. I love Sparty. I love you, Kenneth Walker. It ain't personal. It's just business. I think this is a real problem for Michigan State. I'm taking it personally, and I am not choosing that. I think that Michigan State's going to win. I understand what you're saying. This is a straight-up hangover game. Like This is the epitome of what that is. I think they're going to be fine because, again, our guy Mel Tucker going to keep them mentally right. We're all good. I'm ready to go. I don't oh, think by the way, his timeout shenanigans last week at oh, the boy. end of the half. Uh, you know, shout out to Michigan's kicker who just very calmly like drilled three in a row because me, I'll be honest, I would have been flustered. I feel like, my God, he's got all three. That means you flustered? Oh, no, he's done it. I, I kicking, <laughs> kicking. We've I, talked look, about this. Am, this is actually, we all have a little college cook kicker inside of us. <laughs> I did not feel good for that kicker when, when he was called. Oh, no, I did not. I felt bad for that kicker. And I was really like, Mel. God damn it. I'm so, trying to like watch other games, speed this thing up. Kramer and I talk on Saturdays, even when he doesn't work. And we'll talk about his children and you have two sons. And we talk about Cam all the time because Cam is your little bowling ball. And, oh, yeah. And I we were talking about how he won. He's not allowed to play for Georgia. I've already established that as like yes. a bystander of him growing up. I was like, sorry, he can't go to Georgia. It just can't happen. The other thing is he cannot be a kicker. Like I, I will let my kids no. literally, I'll be like, you can do anything. If my kid's I, like, I want to be a college kicker. I'm going to be like, no, no, just, no. For my, just go enjoy yourself. For Don't my sanity, for your sanity, for the safety of our family, you may not be yes. a kicker. Like I, I'm so sorry. I'm whoever I marry. That's going to be a deal breaker. Like, would you let our child no be college. Would you let our child be a kicker? And if they say yes, I'm just leaving. So that's. I'm sorry, this this is not going to work out. This is not um, going to work out. I already know. All right, we're going to do this picks and pints a little bit more. Auburn and AM. I, I ripped on this week of football a little bit because it does kind of suck, but I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I'll be watching. Actually, Cam and I are solo this week, so it'll be a um, fun two year old dad bonding uh, watch football weekend. Um, I am excited for this game because the Auburn is fun. Bo Nix is fun. Auburn is good, question mark. Texas A&M has obviously gotten a lot better, question mark. I have no idea. This is not in Texan Pines. I have no idea what to do with this game. I have no idea other than I I think Auburn, if they could win this, is going to ride a bit of a wave that could be really cool for the Iron Bowl. That's it. It could be scary um, for the Iron I'm Bowl. But I'm very excited about this game. Do you have a feel in this game at all? I feel like it's going to be a lot like the Arkansas Ole Miss game. Where just like points? Just points and just like, what? Like, And we've yeah. talked about Bo Nix before. He's the king of no, 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 no. Yes. Yes. Bo. Most exciting player in college football. Most exciting okay. player. Like, just calm Not down. Not a compliment. Calm down. No, I'm serious. Drop back to drop back. I, I said this on a radio interview. He's washed Johnny Manziel. Oh, that's actually a very great take. I would agree with that. A w- very and washed, very, very washed. Jo- Bo Nix is, 
Like I have had more fun watching Bo Nix play. I've also won money with Auburn this year. I've had more fun watching Bo Nix play this year than anybody in college football because I so, don't know what I'm going to get. So I hate the, here's the thing. I think we have given up the expectation of what Bo Nix is supposed to be and just enjoyed what he is. I think for the last couple of years, we've been like, well, yes. I mean, when he first got here, everyone was like, he's this is the the chosen one for Auburn. He's going to he's going to get them with like his family history being there, all of that stuff. It was like, this is our guy. This is the chosen one that's going to have us beat Bama and do whatever. And then we saw him the first year. We we're like, oh, this is oh, your God. guy. This is your guy. Um, but now I think we've just allowed him to be who he is as a player, and the expectations are a lot lower. And but he's pretty good. Like he's become. He's not great. He's good ish. Uh, I yes, and his and he's exciting. Like he is a creator. Like college football. He's a creator. If you're, I love if you're that. not gonna if you're not gonna be like okay. And by the way, the court no quarterback this year other than maybe Bryce Young. The crowd's been good. Like. I watch him and I want to watch more because I'm going to see something I probably haven't seen before. And it's not all good. But the thing about him lately is most of it is pretty good. And he's doing it against pretty good teams. Like Auburn is a pretty big surprise. So what I will say about this is what I won't enjoy is when Auburn beats Texas A&M and obviously Texas A&M is the team that beat Alabama. Yeah. I don't want to hear it because the I know the Iron Bowl is in the Iron Bowl, but Oh, buddy, Auburn fans, you are yeah. setting yourself up for a major disappointment I, if you think that you're even going to come close. And you don't have Gus I, to send out a fake player to do a fake thing and <laughs> trick them into losing last minute. It's just not happening, okay? I would love I would love for the Iron Bowl to be meaningful. Um, last game, this is another Picks and Pines game, Wake Forest at UNC. By the way, the fact that this is one of the marquee games is kind of hilarious but also kind of awesome. Wake Forest is in deep shit. Spoiler alert. Deep, deep shit. Sam Howell's going to throw 400 say? yards. Okay. Because I, that that Wake Forest schedule is, buddy, it's bad. It's bad. Can we do it? Real, can I go through the entire schedule? Go ahead. Can we? And, and I just want to watch your facial give expression. Me, give me the scores. It. Give me the scores, too. Okay. Hold on. Pulling it up here. Okay. I actually have it up Old, myself. Old Dominion. Old Dominion, Wake Forest won 42 to 10. They were a 32-point favorite. To the person that made that point spread, God bless your soul. God bless your soul. 32 points and they push? That is an incredible point spread. You should be paid more than you are. They beat Norfolk State 41-16. Now, they beat Florida State 35-14. I know that because I bet Wake Forest and I felt really good about it. Florida State's a lot better, by the way. I'm betting them this week. They beat Virginia at Virginia 37-17. Now, this is where I'm in my mind. I'm like, wow, Wake Forest is pretty good, but Virginia is not that good anymore. That's the marquee win. Louisville, they beat 37-34 at home. They At Syracuse, 40-37. At Army, 70-56. No joke. That, that was, was a, fun. That was a fun I lost game. that bet, but that was great. And they just beat Duke, who was really bad. So bad. 45-7. Which, by the way, I am going to a Duke football game in a couple weeks. <laughs> oh, why? Because I'm going to be there to watch basketball, so I figured I have to go to a football game there. Double up. You can it's, tell a Thursday, David it's a Thursday night Cut game. Cutcliffe, good it's luck. a Thursday night game versus Louisville, so it should be interesting. David Cutcliffe's going to be doing the Manning cast next year, I would imagine, <laughs> rather than coach football. But love me some Cutcliffe. Why? They, don't, okay. they shouldn't fire him. They're in basketball school. Don't worry about it. But it's, it's probably time. All right, so the marquee win here is at Virginia, 37-17, or at Army, where they gave up 56 points and won. 
I just think it's going to be a problem. UNC has I, not I, looked good though. No, but there's so much. I think they're. I, shouldn't I know, say but so you. Much but even if you looked, so you looked at a game last week statistically, the Michigan Michigan State game. Okay. Yes. I think this could be a good game where like we get some weirdness, but I think Wake. I don't think Wake loses until they get to Clemson. I think Clemson gets that win, and they they get to be so excited that they beat them because um, they're going I, to Clemson. I, yeah, Wake's Wake's remaining schedule is by ACC standards not no Easy. joke. Yeah. No. 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 You, not at all. But by ACC standards. So you play at Clemson, you close that out at Boston College. Eh. You've got North Carolina State. You've got North Carolina. ACC sucks. Um, but do you think they're the, going down. I have a question. Do you think the ACC is worse than the Pac-12? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Like pound for pound? Yes. Oregon lifts up the profile quite a bit. No, no, no. But don't, take take the, the like top teams out of it the, like as a whole. The ACC is pretty bad. Okay, thank you. Uh, but but Arizona's really bad too. Arizona's bad. <laughs> Ouch, man! Will I, Arizona I win a game this I, year? No. And if they do, I probably, hope it's the Arizona State game and it's in a big fluke out of nowhere. Uh, okay, picks and pints. Yes, let's get to it. I like Purdue plus three versus Sparty. I have UNC minus two and a half versus Wake Forest. Let me roll down through my other three, and I have a couple more actually that I'll pull up. But I have Oregon at Washington under fifty-one. I think this is going to be. Washington's defense is playing really well. Whoa, you just and I think a this bunch. game's um what? Oh, through the, the first two? Yeah. Well, no, I mean I already kind of explained that I'm betting against. I just Michigan wanted State. to make sure that we are very clear that Adam is taking I, Purdue plus three. I'm taking yes. Michigan State minus three. I mean, I've said it for Adam an is hour taking UNC I'm, minus two and a half. I'm taking Wake Forest plus two and a half. Those I are, see what you're doing. Okay. This is like the direct fade. This is like a page okay. and Adam. Fair, fair head enough. To head. Fair enough. I just want mm. everyone to know that. I just want to make sure. Yes. I didn't want to gloss over the, the matchup here. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but yes, my Oregon next, at Washington. My next two. Arkansas minus five and a half versus Mississippi State. Mississippi State won money for me. Actually, my Saturday night gambling page, I went five for five in the late games. It started like dog shit early. Bragger. And then we got hot finally. Mississippi State got down like 10 nothing versus Kentucky. And then Mike Leach that thing. Will Rogers completed 36 of 39 of his passes, which was absolutely wild. Um, Kentucky just couldn't tackle a running back out of the backfield. Um, Arkansas, though, is still a good team. Minus five and a half. Yes. Meep, meep. Roadrunners. Meep, meep. UTSA minus 11 versus UTEP. UTEP played tough. I bet UTEP last week against Florida Atlantic. UTSA is good. Like, they're good. They're on another level of good. So those are my five. I may have a few other, like, throw-ins. So I'm I'm going to – this is coming from a place of love. I've started to notice that you actually bet with your heart a little bit. Like, you do. First off, no. Kind of. You do. You do. I bet Wisconsin against because Iowa because you're week, betting. Though. You're betting Purdue is going to be. Um, you bet Purdue is going to be Wake or not Wake, um, Michigan State. Sparty. Because you want the Iowa loss to be better. UTSA was oh, left out of the top oh, twenty-five, no, no, and no. that was your thing that you were very upset about. I mean, the first things first. I'm starting well, to sense a trend here that you and also Oregon at Washington. You're taking the under, but if you had to pick in that game, you're obviously taking Oregon. Um, I actually wanted to take Washington, but I don't know if I have the guts. Six and a half was what the last time I looked. Let me get an updated one. Um, I think that game could be close. Don't do that. That's a trap. That's a straight up trap. It's seven. 
By the way, no. it's been awesome that the president, I mean, this has been great, where they're getting into jabs over like the educational prowess of their programs. The academic, I saw that. Under, yeah. Um, Leave it to the Pac-12 to argue academics. I, I mean, the University of Arizona Trump, is a fine academic institution, okay? People who have degrees from there are very, very intelligent people, okay? So we should now, give them props now, for that. I will say for your for the emotional side, I tend to do this a little bit because I'm confident in myself. Like the Purdue is less Iowa. It's more doubling down that I think Michigan State's not that good. And they just caught fire against Michigan last week. And I want to see them do it again. So it is a bit of a revenge game. I'm And, and it's going to be bad for them. Disagree. It, I, okay, sorry. Go ahead. You've got... I've got a couple. We're going, we're going head to head. You've got Michigan State minus three. You've got Wake Forest plus two and a half. I also just want to send a shout out to TCU and tell them that I hate them and that they ruined my life on Saturday by scoring five points. I And then they fired their coach. And then they fired Got their it. coach, who probably shouldn't have been fired. What? Five points? I sent you that because I had we talked about this. I was very, very like TCU overs were my thing. I was like, I was on a hot streak and I should have known. I should have known. But five points. Fiver though. At least you got some comedic relief in a fiver out of it. Five points? Like, I was so mad. Okay, so TCU, you know what? You forced me into the under this this week, and I'm taking the Liberty Ole Miss under at 67 and a half, which is a dangerous I one like because it. I think Ole Miss can score a shit ton of points on Liberty. It's mostly just that I don't think Liberty's going to score that many points on Ole Miss, which is giving Ole Miss's defense a lot of credit. But I'm taking the I, under. I like that. I thought about that one, too. That number seems completely out of whack. Yes. Liberty is not very good. No. Well, I mean, their quarterback's very good. But. But he's not been great. Like, I watched him against Syracuse. Well, we're going to watch him against Ole Miss, so I feel like that's going to be a very telling thing for I agree. It's a good. It's Malik a huge Lewis. game for him. It I, is. I, a hu- I, that I, is I agree. You want to boost your draft stock, do it against an SEC team. Anyway, uh, Big Ten. Although there were some overs that hit this last weekend, Penn State, Maryland under 55 and a half. That's an, that is, that is, I mean, I don't think there's going to be more than like 40 points in that game. Really? I kind of like that. I may, I'm going to add that to locks. These are both good spots. A little scary that, by the way, that we have no overs and three unders in our picks. Kind of terrifying. Yeah. We have, this week is the week of the under. This week is the week of the under. Like, if I had to label this week, it'd be the week of the under. My last pick oh. is Oklahoma State minus three and a half versus um, West Virginia. I think this line is scary, and I do it have is. West it's Virginia. It's going to come down to a field box. goal because it's going to get weird. I Morgantown is – they're playing pretty well. They're, they, they are playing pretty well. That line kind of surprised me. You've got a handful of top 15 teams with really short lines here, like, that are one to watch. So – Couch is going to be burning. The I think, other thing, too, is I think they're going to be a little pissed off where they landed in the, the playoff rankings. So I'm going to I'm going to have Oklahoma State um, coming out guns blazing. <laughs> I I like it. I, I um, know that's not their thing, but they're the pokes and they do guns. I know that's no, I, I, I just did. I, no, I just I, did. I wanted to make sure that no one thought I was doing the Wreckham here and getting I, upset. The with sad, that. the sad guns up. <laughs> yeah, like one of my favorite. No, that's ever, the LSU L. Or the LSU, no, no. the that, Louisville that, L. Is it? That was Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, 55 to 3. The guy that's the sitting like this? Are you sure? Yes. I'm looking up uh-huh. that meme right now. Oh, yes. I've used that meme at least a few hundred times in the old Twitterverse. Um, 
But that's pretty much it. Oh, I got to reveal my beer. Jesus. I didn't do it beforehand. Wait, so no, I'm, I'm looking this meme up right now. All right, that's fine. Juice Pants, uh, IPA, Maplewood. <laughs> Are you laughing at the beer name? Yeah. Look, there's a pants, Juice Pants. It's wonderful. Um, Not Maplewood to be confused is a great, with Pole Assassin. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. This is a wonderful beer. Maplewood, if you are in the Illinois, Chicago area, you probably know what Maplewood is. If not, you need to get involved because it is wonderful. In fact, I was kind of pissed because I finished the thing about three quarters of the way through and I should have just grabbed another. One. That's why you needed so. the large pour bourbon. I'm drinking Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. Good for you. I know, right? Um, Happy Wednesday. Did you pull up the guns up? I'm looking for it. I, just put, it, just I thought it was sad. Louisville. I really did think it was. Also, I can't say that. The Louisville. Louisville? Yeah, they're going to get mad. Here, don't worry. I've got you covered here. I've Googled this before. Sad guns up. Is it? Here, here you go. Is Uh-oh. it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was just making sure. There it is. 63 to 6 in the third quarter. What an incredible thing. All right. Any final parting shots? Um, No. Just be safe out there and enjoy the college football weekend. Stay away from monkeys. Stay away from monkeys. And if you do, just make sure you, you know, know how to be around it. Don't bring your kids around it. Okay. <laughs> and subscribe, rate, yes. share, spam. Do all the things. Please. We're having a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to keep doing this thing. And the playoff rankings are wonderful weekly content, I realize, Paige, that we didn't have. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, we're going to get um, mad online a lot more than we thought we were. Those rankings. Yes, we will. We're talking ourselves right, in for- and out of things. But for both of us, you can go ahead. Yes. All right. Cheers. See y'all.